anyone who's willing to sell you a pipe dream, I would strongly advise against putting your money down for that. Hell yeah, what run I mean the other way. This, yes, people who say, I have the answer to this, and you pay $300 a month, and you know, you'll be better at this, and no, 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 You know, this business relies a lot on relationships, networking with people, and don't say no to work. Don't right. say no, don't ever think that you're too big for the job, no matter how much it's paying, even if it's paying $0. You know how many projects I've done prior to doing TV and stuff? I, I had a resume of $0 movies and web series and everything, but out of that, I got a chance to to make friends and network with people who are now doing bigger things. And I think a lot of us, when we move out here initially, we're so enamored with the show part. You know, I'm, I'm going to be an actor and I'm going to be on TV and I'm going to be on film and everyone's going to love me. But, you know, that's only a small portion of what we do out here because a large amount of that has to do with business. You got to be very business minded in order to make it in this business. This is the reason why it's called a business. Also, because I got a chance to work with Don Cheadle. Oh, man. Also, who was guest starring on that episode was Malcolm Jamal Warner. Oh, what? <laughs> show man you know oh, and, and that was i think it was at that moment i was like wow i'm i'm doing it and don chito he said to me he was like you know when i saw your audition tape man it was so funny i had to have you here i had to have you on set <laughs> nice. and i was like hey can you put that on video so i can just show casting directors from now on so i don't have to audition hell yeah that's <laughs> a hell of an endorsement right there uh good afternoon folks and welcome to the Cinema After Dark podcast. You know me as Max Cole, the host and the producer of this show. And I am broadcasting live there on the Mixler app. Shout out to those that are listening to this live. I really appreciate that. But yeah, I'm broadcasting here from the entertainment capital of the world, sunny Los Angeles, California. And my God, is it a piping hot day here in Los Angeles. I'm looking out my window and it's uh, just a blue skies and a lot of folks making a lot of noise down at the pool there because it is so damn hot right now but i really appreciate you all joining me on this broadcast here this afternoon i want to remind everyone listening that you can listen to all the episodes of this podcast if you subscribe there on itunes you can also find us on stitcher TuneIn, soundcloud and google play remember if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast Make sure you reach out to us via the contact link there that is on our website. Only got one requirement there. You've got to make sure you have some skin in the game. And by skin in the game, you certainly need to have a few credits under your belt. We value that for show integrity and credibility. Plus, we've got to have something to talk about. Can't have somebody coming on the show and don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> I also strongly encourage you to follow us there on Twitter at Cinema After Dark for the latest show updates remind everyone that's listening out there this is an information and discussion based show we don't censor our guests and we sure the hell don't censor ourselves so keep in mind that there might be views and opinions expressed on the show that may not reflect the views and opinions of the host now we've got a great great guest for you here this afternoon a gentleman by the name of Danelle Johnson and my god he's done some crazy stuff jeez I can't wait to bring him on this this program let me tell you a little bit about him. Actor, writer, producer, Danelle Johnson talks about going from being home alone to a busy working actor in Hollywood. Now, Danelle's originally from Washington, D.C., 
having moved to Los Angeles 10 years ago. It's about around the time I moved out here. Now, he hit the ground running and hasn't slowed down yet. He's worked on numerous TV shows such as Lethal Weapon, the Netflix series Dear White People, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and God, many others. And you can soon catch him on the upcoming show, Marlon, starring Marlon Wayans. Oh, God, I always mess up Marlon Wayans' name. <laughs> it's always a tongue twister. But you can certainly catch him on that on NBC and the Orville starring Seth McFarlane on Fox. And God, let me bring this gentleman on the program. What's going on, sir? Hey, what's happening, man? I'm like you. I'm trying to stay cool in this heat. <laughs> It is hot as hell out there, isn't it? My God. Yeah, and I'm in a valley, so... Oh, me too. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and folks are roasting out here. It's uh, it's definitely a piping hot afternoon. Yes, here. yes. Uh. I'm not going anywhere today. <laughs> uh, surprisingly enough, I uh, I was in a motorcycle accident yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah. My God. Sorry uh, to hear that. What happened? My goodness. I uh, went over my hand- handlebars. Well, I Ooh. was coming home from the, score, uh, from the store, and you know... LA homeless, how the rules don't apply to them. Oh, isn't so the this truth? homeless guy <laughs> decided to walk out in the middle of traffic and everyone slammed on their brakes and I had to slam on mine. If wow. you know anything about a motorcycle, oh, yeah. that momentum is, is just not going to cut it. So my brakes locked up. I went flying over the handlebars. What? I got up, man, and I, I made sure nothing was broken. Yeah, but I, I was in the ER mostly all day yesterday. I have sec- second degree burns on my uh, on my calf from the pipes and such um, a road rash. But I'm hanging in there, and I got a major audition tomorrow. So, oh my god, <laughs> I don't think we've ever had an intro like that before. <laughs> hey, welcome to summertime in LA. My- God, what a crazy story. But you're all right, though. I'm OK. I'm, you know, I'm all rashed up and I got bandages everywhere, you know, Brutal. but I'm, I'm I'm OK, man. As long as I got to walk away from it with no broken bones and, you know, thank God for wearing my helmet and everything. Yeah. So salute to yeah. that, man. And you're on this show here this afternoon. God, that's a serious yeah. that, that's a serious <laughs> grind right there, man. That's hey, man. The show must go on. You know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> literally, that is insanity, Mike. God, and I appreciate you, by the way, you know, taking the time to kind of change up the time we were going to do an evening show, but I appreciate you, you know, coming on a little earlier. So, uh, God, let's dive right in here, man. I don't even know how we can top this. I mean, that's (laughs) my God, but it's good that you're okay and I appreciate you, you know, hanging out with us tonight. And I want to say shout out to everybody that's listening right now, by the way, a bit later in the show, folks, if you have a question for this gentleman, make sure you plug that in the chat and I will try to get that over to him but let's dive right in here sir where were you born and raised and how did you born get started raised in washington dc oh yes capital yes yes another east coaster yes uh, i love dc you know that's where my passion for acting originated from you know I, I built this passion it's back to that home alone thing okay so my mom boyfriend took me to go see home alone and i was around 10 10 years old at the time and i was watching that movie and i said i want to do that I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. And from there on, man, that has always been my passion. That has been my drive. Not so much to be like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> 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 but, 
<laughs> I was going to leave that alone, man. I was going to leave that alone, but you went there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what that originated from, man. You know, and unfortunately, you know, in Washington D.C. back in the late '80s, early '90s, you know, it wasn't like there was a hotbed of activity going on. So you know, you mostly had a lot of theater, a lot of theater companies, and things like that. So I remember when I was a kid. Every Friday, the Washington Post would include a huge arts section. Mm. And in this arts section, it will list all the uh, theater going ons and auditions and stuff. So I will call each each little theater and be like, hey, and my little squeaky little kid voice, hey, you guys got any parts for kids? Like, <laughs> not, and they'd be like, no, we're not auditioning for kids. But I'll see if I could come down and just hang out. Oh, cool. See how, how things, you know operated how actors operate and, and most of the time people were cool with that and you know that's that's where my love originated from wow by the way i mean after doing all that was there a point that you realized you, you wanted to do it professionally you know that you could do it too because that's it's not easy yeah it's not easy you know as a kid we have these big dreams and we have these aspirations and you know we don't know how to go about doing those things i knew that I, I wanted to be on TV. I knew that, or I wanted to be in movies. Can I share a funny story? Oh yeah, please I mean, do. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so around about this time, the Mickey Mouse Club was holding nationwide auditions, and this was the Mickey. This was actually the Mickey Mouse Club that that had Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, yep. all those kids. That particular one. So I remember staying up all night practicing my routine man i'm so glad i didn't make it to this audition because can you imagine an 11 year old kid going into an audition and singing johnny gill's my 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 <laughs> yeah so <laughs> but to answer your question i knew i wanted to do this professionally I, I think it really hit me when i was in my late teens probably i was around 18 years old and i actually got my opportunity to actually do it professionally i was living in hawaii at the time and there was this pilot that was being shot there it was called uh lessons learned it was an hbo pilot and originally I had went in to do background work. So I went down to this cast and director's office and they gave us the whole spiel on doing background work. So after all that, after everyone left, I hung around for a little bit and I asked the casting director, I was like, hey, do you guys have any speaking roles? Mm. She was like, yeah, we do actually. So she called my agent at the time and I got an audition. Now, mind you, I've never had any training at the time. I wasn't union, but they auditioned me and I ended up booking the part. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Huh? And that made me become SAG eligible, which I never I never joined because I wasn't even that familiar with being SAG eligible and all that. And this was when it was, I think, like eleven $1 hundred dollars to join SAG. Right, right. So um, <laughs> yeah, I ended up booking the part and that was, you know, that was major to me. That was like my first real thing, you know what I'm saying? And I knew from then on yeah, I I, I want to do this like yeah. all the time. Right. Wait, were you nervous? During that, what was that experience like? You know what? I wasn't nervous. And I think a, a lot of that has to do with, man, think back to when you were like 18, 19, 20 years old. You know, yeah. that that fear factor, our, our, you know, we take so much risk as young adults, you know, so true. and excited. I wasn't fearful or anything. I was just excited to be like, you know, I was literally in a room with the producer, the director, the writer, yeah. and even realized that. I was just, <laughs> just my 
ain't, <laughs> you know, and, and now, you know, as we go into these things, you know, as old as we are now, you know, we, we do have that little apprehension and that, that fear, you know, because, you know, we want to do well. But as a kid, no, I wasn't I wasn't afraid, man. Wow. I was just like, I'm going to go ahead and knock this out. Right. Right. It seemed like you had been prepared for it, even mentally, even at that age, you were ready yeah. to go. So uh, it's, yeah. it's cool. You dove right in and God, the rest is uh, history. It's a. It's kind of fascinating how that works, right? Yeah, it is. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with just being naive, too. <laughs> it, takes you a long, it takes you a long way, man. With being naive, you take risks. That's so true. We need to do that more as adults, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm trying. Believe me, I'm trying to get back at it. I really am. And I have been. I, lately, I, I've really, I've been talking to my writing partner about this, about, you know, taking more risks. Right. You know, because, again, the older we, we get, we have these little these little alarms and these little signs like don't do that yep you know so <laughs> yeah that's so true now let's fast yeah. forward here several years by the way was your trip out to la how was that for you did you go solo how did it work out for you yeah. uh, wow man you know I'm, <laughs> I'm i've been in the process of writing a book for like the past two years oh. like, okay the reason why i say that because my my journey out here to la actually came from huntsville alabama out here to los angeles oh, wow. and me and partner we drove out here what alabama to la and then drove back to alabama yeah turned yeah. right back around and drove back because we we rented we rented a uh truck like yeah. a four by truck and we had to return it <laughs> to <Alabama>. so yes <laughs> 60 hours both ways right i know that feeling man i i did mm. the same i drove across the country too from pittsburgh so Oh, yeah. nice. It's a, it's a, it's a nice, it's, it's, you should do it at least once in your lifetime, though. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's, for, it's, for sure. It's fantastic. By the way, did you go through New Mexico? We went through New Mexico. Oh, we went through Texas. Yep. Uh, I think New Mexico was it's, the, it was, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was cinematic. It was so it was, it was a lot of flatness going on there. No, right. no, I'm sorry. You I'm mean thinking of Texas. Texas yes, was boring. Texas. That was a long yeah. haul through Texas. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> but New Mexico is nice. It had a, like it has those crazy mountains like made out yeah. of clay and a lot of sedimentary yeah. rocks there. It's kind of a you know therapeutic. Yeah. Uh, that you know. was actually I would say probably my second somewhat cross country trip because the first one I took I drove a friend of mine. She was moving back to Virginia, and I drove her from Colorado to Virginia. Mm. My goodness. The worst part about that was West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Don't right. get me wrong. West Virginia is a beautiful state. But man, when you're tired and all those trees just become hypnotized. Yes, they do. <laughs> just see nothing but trees and trees and trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that. Uh, I had to drive through West Virginia a lot of times. Even on my way out here, I hear you on that. Yeah, uh, you, know, you know the struggle. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Now, is there anything you wish... You kind of would have known about this industry after getting out here, reflecting on things a bit, especially over the past you know, 10 plus years or so. Mm, I would have to say I wish I would have known there's two sides to this business. There's the show and then there's the business. Right. And I think a lot of us, when we move out here initially, we're so enamored with the show part. You know, I'm, I'm going to be an actor and I'm going to be on TV and I'm going to be on film and everyone's going to love me. Mm -hmm. But no, that's only a small portion of what we do out here because a large amount of that has to do with business. You got to be very business minded in order to make it <laughs> in this business. This is the reason why it's called a business and Absolutely. not just 
So I really wish I would have known that a lot more coming out here. You know, I, I had to learn that as I progress and I'm glad I did learn it because, you know, it, it just becomes a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything that you kind of messed up that you uh, would redo, kind of do it over if you had a chance, especially <laughs> that business side of things? That's right. That's where things really get real. And I think honest, I mean, I think LA and, and this whole industry kind of, it humbles you, but it also keeps you honest. And yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I would say, you know, I've always been the type to to take risks, but I've never been the type to rub people the wrong way. I, the dumbest thing I, I could think about that I, I've done is when I first moved out here, no credits, right. no union affiliation. Mm-hmm. I took my headshots up to um, what was then KSA, one of the bigger agencies, mm-hmm. and I just dropped my headshots off all over town. Ah, interesting. Just, you know. Like, no one's going to take me serious, you know what I'm right. saying? But I did it. I did it just because I thought that's the way you had to do it. You know, I, I really thought that's how you did those things. You just drop your pictures and your little bit of resume off at, and, and the, the calls are going to come rolling in. That's, right. Yeah. yeah. I spent a lot. I wasted a lot of time doing that, actually. Yeah. I think that's common, though, because there's no, like, blueprint to this thing, that, especially no. if you haven't been out here and don't know how to navigate it. It's... There isn't, but you know what? There's been such a dynamic shift in the last ten years to way to the way things are are done now, man. Yeah. You know, think about ten years ago, we had just just come out of using black and white headshots. Right mm-hmm. now, color headshots are the standard. Right. You know, and this was pre social media, so your following and your followers, there was no such thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so, but that counts for a lot these days, a lot. And in bigger rooms that you get into, the more people that you talk to, like execs and even casting directors, they look at that's so important right. of how followers you have, because, you know, a lot of people are trying to cut costs. <laughs> <laughs> So what's a good way to cut costs on advertising is to have someone come in with an already built-in fan base. That's an excellent point. Yep. That's so true. That's so, so true. Oh, that's yeah. that's the truth right there. Now, is there a role or any performances that kind of stick out as some of your favorites? Because you've done quite a lot of work here. And we're going to yeah. dive into some of those roles specifically. Especially, yeah. But is there anything that sticks out as one of your favorites? I have two. And it's mostly one of them is because of the role I actually played. And another one is because of who I got to work with. But both of them also are who I got to work with. So the first one is going to be Lethal Weapon. Right. Because I typically do a lot of sitcoms. I do a lot of comedy. So this was my first opportunity to actually be a bad guy. Yeah. And I got to be a bad guy. And I got to get beat up by Damon Wayans. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to work with Damon Wayans. Yeah. Which... If we get the time, I'll tell you another story about Damon Wayans. I'll just say this. He was the first person to book me on something when I first moved out here. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we'll definitely come back to that. We'll definitely come back to that. (laughs) The second one would definitely be House of Lies. Right. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is I loved loved the role that I played, but also because I got a chance to work with Don Cheadle. Oh, man. Also, who was guest starring on that episode was Malcolm Jamal Warner. Oh, what? <laughs> you know, like, I, with, the, with the Cosby show, man, you know, oh, and it, that was, I think it was at that moment I was like, wow, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm <laughs> That's what's up right there. You got to work with him. He's cool. I, you know, I've seen him around quite a bit. I saw him, he was doing like a, um, I went to an event. He was like doing some type of performance. He had like a performance and he had like a, group it was a really cool thing over at the, i think it was at the hollywood bowl not too yeah. too long ago 
Yeah. He's really big into, you know, he's been he's been in a band for years, like 20 plus years. So he's really big into as much as he loves his acting. He's really big into his music as well. Right. <laughs> it's funny, though. He funny story about him real quick is that he opened up the show. And I remember there was a bunch of kids around and he opened up the show and he's like, such and such such and such motherfuckers and, <laughs> and the pin dropped in that place man <laughs> Every, all the people are looking at each other you know some of the white folks are like what the hell did he just say he can't believe he said that <laughs> did he just say that oh man I, it was it was great oh it was it was gold it was one of the funniest things that i've ever seen but he put on a hell of a show and he's a ridiculously talented gentleman. But was it fun working with him? It was great working with. Oh man, it, it, that that it, the entire experience was just like the best, man. I I won't forget we were we were in between takes and Don Cheadle sitting there. We have all the extras sitting around us. You know they're setting us up for lighting and everything. And Don Cheadle he said to me he was like, you know, when I saw your audition tape, man, it was so funny. I had to have you here. I had to have you on set. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And I was like, hey, can you put that on video so I can just show casting directors from now on so I don't have to audition? Hell yeah, that's a hell of an endorsement right there. <laughs> endorsement right there. And <laughs> I never forget the scene, one of the scenes I was in, you know, the first two takes, I knocked it out the park. Boom, knocked it out, right? My third take, I looked and I'm, I'm looking at Don Cheadle's looking at me. Malcolm Jamal Warner's working at me and also John Cho. John oh, Cho yeah. was starring on there that episode too. He's looking at me. Kristen Bell's looking at me. And what? It, 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 hit me. it hit me. Everybody's freaking looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> All these people whose careers I admire are freaking looking. And I, I, I clammed up. <laughs> I couldn't get my I was total fanboy at that point. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh man, that's that's tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a story right there. My gosh. It, it was it was a great opportunity though. It was it was really, really nice. Ah, salute to that. Now, is there a role or character that you've kind of wanted to have an opportunity to play, but you haven't had that opportunity yet? Yes. I would love to play an, an important historical figure. Right. Anybody in particular? Uh, the only problem is I, I can't think of anyone that I look like. <laughs> <laughs> if if uh, a one like they'll probably get Chadwick Boseman to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Or light skin opportunity, third good Marshall. I mean, they got Chadwick Boser playing it, so right. Right, that's how they do it. Isn't that they, funny? If they do some uh, Manny Fresh from, <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be in a run and know. Um, <laughs> there is, uh, from what I've been hearing on a rumor mill, uh, they are making a two live crew oh. movie. Yes. Ooh. So I I would love to actually be a part of that because yeah. uh, actually Fresh Kid Ice right. he just passed away rest in peace mm -hmm. you know even though he everyone always thought he was just a light skinned brother even though he's like black and Asian you know I think I have a more passing similarity to him and yeah. I, I would love a chance to play that because man what they did for uh, Straight Outta Compton oh my god fantastic you don't realize just how influential Two Live Crew was during that time period because people were like oh they're just so vulgar no two live crew paved the way for a lot of vulgarity and rap today yep yep oh, the government against that yep oh god i yeah I, I saw a special on that uh not too long ago and it was fantastic too as well so yeah i'm with you on that man i think a movie will help open up some eyes and some ears regarding That's their right. impact on music in general exactly for sure now, is there anyone that you kind of want to have an opportunity to work with that you haven't had an, 
a chance to yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of folks out there, though. My God. This says Seth MacFarlane, because I'm such a huge fan of Seth MacFarlane, family guy, <laughs> the whole time. I, I just got my opportunity to work with him. He's hilarious. Let's, uh, but uh, directors, how about even? Uh, any filmmakers? F. Gary Gray. Yeah. Oh, man, he's fantastic. One of my favorites. Definitely, yeah. definitely one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. And I heard he's he's a really good guy. I heard he, you know, he brings out a lot in his actors and he loves, you know, he loves just getting you there. Also, to a lesser extent, John Singleton. Yeah, Singleton. What about Fuqua? Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. He's from my hometown, too. We were born on the same yeah. date. He's a cool guy. I met him. Really yes. nice guy. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome to hear. I, yeah, I would love to be have a chance to work with those cats. I really would. Absolutely. And, you know, as much as I love working in TV, that I would love to get the opportunity to work more in movies. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Cool. Because I know you've done a lot of great TV work, man. But, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, good, good. Any type of genre kind of interest you? There might be some um, folks listening. I love, I love sci-fi. Oh, Nice. I'm a huge sci-fi uh, fan. Yeah, me too. Anything with anything having to do with uh, the the mystical arts and fantasy, I love that. Love that genre. Nice. Also love horror. Oh, and yeah. then there's there's action. And then at the at the bottom of that is comedy. Even though I'm a comedic actor, you know, <laughs> I just love to do things that I'm normally not doing. Right. Good deal on that. By the way, with um, the comedy background, is that something that you've always you know, enjoyed like stand up comedy and you know what? I kind of I love always love stand up comedy, but as a comedic actor, I, f- I, I kind of fell into it. Huh. I didn't, you know, moving out here, I didn't, you know, we always talk about what are what are our types, mm-hmm. you know, we always have these types. And I always thought my type was, you know, I was the thug, I was the, the mean guy, you know, and come on, man, I got a baby face, <laughs> and I'm, I'm five foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that intimidating, you know, but right. people will always say, man, you just look like a guy I just want to have a beer with. Like, I just know <laughs> you're going to like, I just know something is going to come out your mouth and it's going to be funny. And that's it's that's was what's got me working. And, and, you know, and I just became more and more comfortable. I was like, you know what? I, I, I am funny. I love to laugh. I love making people laugh. And I do look funny. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> funny how that works out. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah it is. Oh, my. Now, I want to dive in and. And by the way, folks, I appreciate you listening, those that are tuned in to this live out there. Again, if you have any questions here for Mr. Johnson, make sure you you know plug those questions in. I want to make sure I get them over to him. So feel free to ask any questions if you have some for him. I want to talk about writing a bit because I know that's something in producing, too. I, I understand that you're in the process of you know pitching a show and you know, yes, you've done a lot yes. of writing. Would you mind talking oh, about that yeah. a bit? Because no, I, I don't. And, and just I to give our and, and just give our listeners some context, I know you mentioned too that you really were somebody who created, produced, and directed you know a web series prior to web series even being mm-hmm. popular. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love to chat about that a bit. Okay, yeah. So I I never really fancied myself a writer, and I, I didn't go to school for it, but I knew I wanted to write something. And I and during that time, this is probably about eight years ago, I knew I, I wanted to write something and I wanted to put it out there. Number one, uh, the goal was to actually get into SAG because, mm-hmm. you know, I was just like, you know, it was during that time that, you know, you could do a web series and that was kind of the loophole because even though I didn't even realize that I was still eligible 
right. having done that project years and years ago, almost 10 years prior. So anyway, and I, plus I wanted to bring other people on who wanted to become SAG. I wanted to give them the opportunity. So I wrote this web series. It's called Dogs Are a Woman's Best Friend. Hmm. And it's up on YouTube. I produced it. I'd spent money on it. I, I directed it. I hired a, a great crew. And yeah, and I, I taught myself how to edit and I edited the thing and, and threw it up on YouTube. Right. And Interesting. People watch it they they loved it you know and i reached my goal of you know getting into sag and getting other people into sag and having written and produced my own thing fast forward years later you know having having worked in this business for as long as i have you know having talked to different people having seen the way different things move about now i'm a firm believer in you can't just stick with one thing in this business anymore you can't just rely on your talent alone to so get true. you to where you want to be. You yeah. have to be multifaceted in a lot of different areas. And I love writing. I really love writing now. And I have a, a fantastic, a great writing partner. Oh, by the nice. name. Her name is Jessica Jones. Real nice. name. Cool name. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a fantastic writer. So, yeah. you know, I was like, yo, we need to write something. You know, she's an actor as well. And I was just like, we need to write something. You know, we need to put something out here. Let's just not focus on doing a web series thing, but let's, let's go all out, man. You know, we've, you know, we've met enough people in this business. We know how this business works. Let's, let's go all out with this. Let's talk about pitching this thing to a network, getting in on TV. When I say a network, I mean, a, it's, a, it's a cable show. So we did that. We wrote the show. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback from it. We were working with our manager on, we had our first pitch. We have our first pitch meeting coming up with a production company. I can't really divulge too much information. Right. On mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, where we, where we want to take this is, you know, we want to be producers. Fantastic. You know, Good. We, because, you know, producing leads to other successes. Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, especially as an actor, it's even more beneficial as an actor. Absolutely. That you're producing your own content. And, and it's wonderful if you're producing your own content for the web and, and what have you. But, you know, right. if you I'm a firm believer, you want to do something, do it big. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cosign everything you just said there. By the way, what's that writing collaboration like? Because, oh, man, it's hard to find writers that are. <laughs> that uh, it was committed it, at first it was rocky yeah yeah it, it, i say it was rocky because she is she's she's a real writer like she went to school she graduated summa cum laude you know with a degree in creative writing like that's that's her passion whereas i'm i'm this schmuck that just come along <laughs> like hey, let's write some you know so her <laughs> process of writing and how you collaborate was totally different because I I, I didn't know, right. you know, so it, it, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll get a little frustrated. She'll get frustrated with me. We get aggravated. But, you know, we, we got to a point where it was just like, you know, it was like, hey, this is how it works, especially her. She's like, you know, this is how it works, especially in a writer's room. And, you know, you can't take things too personal, blah, blah, blah. You know, you throw out an idea. If it's not good, you know, we'll go with another idea. And, you know, it's and now it's, it's great. You know, wow. we... We are so collaborative together and, and we, we think alike and, and our thought process is a lot alike. So, you know, our jokes and stuff that we, we throw out there. By the way, the show is actually a 30 minute. It's a half hour cable comedy. Oh, great. Comedy. So a lot of the jokes is, is very, you know, we, we love to keep it fresh. We love to keep it modern. <laughs> we love to keep it funny. Nice. Very, very cool. Shout out to yeah. Jessica Jones. Out there. By the way, we've got a question here from the chat from Deborah, and it kind of falls back into something we talked about before. We talked about some male directors, but she wants to know, she, first of all, she says, 
you know, hello, Danella, and she wants to know, who are your favorite female directors or is there someone that you'd really like to work with? Because I know we mentioned some of the male directors out there. Is there any female directors that you'd like to have that opportunity? Uh, Ava DuVernay. Yes. I love I love her stuff. I actually have a, a friend of mine who who works on her show, uh, Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar, yeah. Nice. Yeah, jeez. There's nothing I can say that's not going to make you sound like some type of show. <laughs> well, it's hard because there aren't a lot out there that yeah, are. I mean, it's, really it's it's really one of those things where I think now we're yeah. starting to see more obviously emerge, and, and it's a really good thing. But uh, it's it's challenging to. Uh, there aren't a lot in there in the mainstream. Let's put it that way. Yeah, unfortunately, there isn't. You know, there are some women that are coming up. I got to give a big shout out to a person that I know. Uh, her name is uh, Brandy Payne. She actually wrote and directed a, a short film uh, that actually starred Malcolm Jamal Warner. Uh-huh. And she actually just became, she just got accepted into the HBO uh, Writers Fellowship Program. Oh, fantastic. Nice. Very yeah, good. yeah. Man. So... She, she's on her way, you know, she's another, you know, and, and, uh, you know, especially I have to definitely give a shout out to my women of color. Yeah. Whereas right. if we talk about female directors, there's not a lot of them, but it's even less so when it comes to women of color who are directing. People of color in general, women of color, men of color, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. That's for sure. Yes. yes. About that. But uh, thanks for that question there. Deborah. Thank you. Thank you so much for that question, Deborah. I'm sorry if I couldn't answer to the best of my ability. Well, you, um, well, at least you picked Ava because I tell you what, she's she's doing her thing, that's for sure. Yes, get her on this program. I get it. be a publicist. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Crazy stuff to say the least. <laughs> now let's talk about some of your work. By the way, folks, if you have any other questions for this gentleman, please feel free to ask them. We'll certainly get that over. But let's that's dive true. right in and talk about Dear White People first i mean i want to mm-hmm. talk about that obviously it's very popular what was that oh, experience yeah. like for you that was a very cool experience uh justin simeon the director young guy you know great i, I love the movie first yeah, and foremost me too he did enjoy the movie and i was so happy when they actually ended up doing the series on mm-hmm. it uh working on the show it was it was great it was a lot of fun <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I keep it to myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is it now? See, I want to know. There's a, a funny story there, man. Oh, you I, gotta, you gotta give uh, us some clue. Okay, 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 all right. So <laughs> I played, I played a barber, uh, and one of my lines, and and it was uh, the kid was trying to sit down, and I'm like, Nah, nigga, I'm about to take my lunch or something like that, right? Yeah. Under the eighties, you know, he's he's you know, we're in a barbershop full of people. He's, you know, giving everyone their direction. He's like, you know, yeah, I want, you know, this place to sound like a barbershop and I want you guys to, you know. And so when Danelle says his line, and mind you, this is a white A D, right? right? He was like, Danelle says his line, you're like, nah nigga, I'm blah blah blah. And I was like, yo, you cannot wait to say that. I knew you could not wait to say that. <laughs> I just had to, you know, but no, it was a great, it was a great experience. Nice. It's a great show. And if you haven't seen it, I think everyone needs to, needs to see it, you know, oh yeah, it just opened up that dialogue. Absolutely. Oh, it's no doubt about that. By the way, Deborah wanted to say thank you for answering the uh, questionnaire with your honest answer. And she said it was greatly appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Have. So let's, yeah, let's talk about, uh, uh, I guess we could talk about Lisa Weapon a bit because I know that's uh, something you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I have to start, I have to start that story 10 years ago. 
Wow. Nice. <laughs> so when I first moved here, I responded to an audition. I used to be on this uh, website called Now Casting. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you know, <laughs> so I um, I submitted for this uh, this uh, this role and I got the audition. So I went to the casting director's office. It was in Santa Monica and I go into the office and when I walk into the office, there's posters of uh, my wife and kids all over the place. So I was like, oh, oh. you know, they must have you know, cast this. And mind you, I've only been in LA for two weeks. This is my very first audition. Oh my. Oh, so the, uh, the runner, he comes out, he's like, Hey, are, are you ready? I was like, yeah, cool. So I go into the room and sitting behind the desk is Damon Wayne's. <laughs> so inside, inside I'm, I'm like, Oh, it's Damon Wayne's like, <laughs> you know, but I'm playing it cool. Right. Yeah. He goes on to explain a project to me. He's like, you know, uh, it was a spec pilot that he was doing. So he goes on to explain a pro- project to me. And he was like, okay, so we're going to do this like real world style. I'm going to ask you some questions and you're going to, you know. So I was like, cool. So I had the size. And he's like, nah, just put the size down. You're going to imp- improv the whole thing. Right. Never thinking of improv class a day in my life. Never. <laughs> So he started asking me questions. I'm just firing off off the top of my head. Boom, 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 boom. So afterwards, man, when he said cut, we all laughed for like 30 seconds. <laughs> and he, are you a stand-up comedian? I was like, no, I just say what comes comes to mind, you know? And that was a huge compliment to me. So I get outside. I call my mom. I was like, mom, guess what? I just met Damon Wayne. So I was like, ah, you know, I've been following his career <laughs> since I was seven years old. So then I ended up booking it. I ended wow. up booking and I got paid for it. Wow. So let's fast forward 10 years later, mm-hmm. I booked Lethal Weapon. And then I saw Damon on set. And I'm like, man, Damon, dude, like, I I have to say, man, you you gave me an opportunity. You made me realize that I'm going to be successful in this. Wow. He was like, he's like, brother, you deserved it. Like, you know, you really, really deserved it. He's like, have you ever seen the footage? And I was like, no, he's like, all right, let me give you my number. I'm gonna give you the footage. I'm gonna send you the footage. What? Real cool dude, man. You know, brother, a couple months later. Oh my God. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy. How that, uh, yeah. Yeah. It it just felt like everything just came full circle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's cool. It's good to see other brothers giving other brothers an opportunity too, as well. That's something that often goes, overlooked in the industry and uh yes. that's just a hell of a story yeah, to say the least entire family that entire wayne's family you know i don't i don't know what people think about them but they are some of the most giving and humble individuals yeah i've heard that, that i've i've come across like wow. seriously wow and they, they love to keep it in the family you know they they mm. keep their family working yeah. whether it's the pas or ad's or whatever you know they make sure they're working right pretty fantastic what they're doing they're always creating content you never notice that they're just always yeah. creating it's a it's pretty phenomenal their story's phenomenal in general you know just mm. uh, god love to see a movie about them like i don't know where they could find 50 people to play i know right god well let's move forward here let's talk about god, so many projects man my goodness gracious i mean your portfolio is quite profound here i guess we could talk about even NCIS, what was that experience like? Oh, that was awesome, man. Yeah. We shot on location in Koreatown. I, I personally, I, I, I'm not going to say I don't like shooting on location in a way. It's just, it's just a lot more stress added to your day when you mm. shoot it on location. Because there's so mm. many variables that you can't account for. I, and call me spoiled, but I love shooting in a, <laughs> in a studio like, you know, <laughs> Somewhere. But no, it was an awesome experience. LL Cool J, man, a real humble brother. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's another childhood, someone I grew up with, you know, that I got a chance to meet. And that's what I love about this business is having the opportunity to work alongside people I grew up watching. Yeah. It's trippy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Never, it never ceases to amaze me. Never, ever. My God. How about the Orville? Let's talk about that. The Orville. Yeah. The Orville was, oh my goodness, man. I, <laughs> I, I'll tell you this. Fox is spending a lot of money on this show. <laughs> they I think they just drove up a truck full of money to Seth MacFarlane's house and say, hey, you do what you do. Because, no, that was in 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 this guy's worth ethic is insane. Yeah, I can imagine. It's he is a showrunner on that show. He is a writer on that show. He's a producer. He's 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 everything. He's even directing. Yep. All yep. while he's doing this, and you know he's 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 got his hands like fully on this show, and you know just. And the opportunities that I took, and I wasn't shooting something. I was just I was just sitting back and just watching him, just wow. watching him work. Mm-hmm. Because wow. again, his work ethic is just bananas. Yeah, yeah. He, he's um he's oh god, his track record is just insane. How is he to really? work with in general though? Is he pretty chill, crazy? Yeah, yeah. Little, he's uh, great. He's great. He's a but don't don't get it twisted. He's he's a taskmaster. You yeah. know he he. That's what he wants, you know, and and especially if that's your baby, you don't expect anything less. Gotcha. You right. want something to come out as, as great as it can. Yeah. But no, it's an awesome person to work with. Oh, fantastic. You've got a number of uh, projects here that are in post-production. A couple films, too, Abandoned Act. Uh, you've got uh, Was a Flavor of Life. Yes, yes. These are some films that I've done for some uh, Flavor of Life. That was a, a that was a friend of mine that I worked with a couple years prior. She's a casting director now. She called me. She was just like, "Hey, you want to do this film? You don't have to audition. It's a straight booking. Yeah, it's a low budget film, one hundred twenty five dollars a day." But I was like, right. "Hey, of course, I'm yeah, you know, because number one, I really like her, right? You know, and you know, I really appreciated her reaching out to me." You know, so of course I'll do it. You oh, know? Salute to that. Good, good. Yes. Yeah, her name is, uh, what's it? Uh, her, na- her name is Erica Flores. Erica Flores. Okay, cool. Yes. Cool. Good stuff. That's pretty cool how that uh, manifests. So that's in post, right? Yes, that's in post-production right now. Okay. And the, the other the other film I've, I've done was for another friend of mine named Molly Cunningham. She mm. reached out to and asked me if I can, you know, be a part of her short film. And I was like, of course. And Molly is, uh, I met Molly like two years ago. <clears throat> she calls me from time to time or hits me up for advice on her career or whatever. And, you know, i I'm the type of person. I'm. I'm not an unreachable person. I'm not a Hollywood person by any salute to that means whatsoever. I me either. Man. I, I love to stay humble, you know, and I love to see people succeed in this business. I really do. Me I too. I disagree when people are like, you know, I can't. I can't let nobody else get theirs before I get mine. Like, oh, come on, bullshit. man. Enough to go around. Right. Seriously. And I love to see people achieve their dream. And if I can help in any matter, any manner, I, I will help. I will help you. If you need advice, I'll give you advice. I'll sit down and I'll speak with you. I'll talk to you. You know, we can, whatever. I, I don't say no. Right. Me too. feel you on that, man. It's good. To, it's good to yeah. talk to other people that, that get it. You know what I mean? That's, I think it's, I think it's that, I, you know, what? I think it's that East coast mentality. You know, I think yeah. it's from the time period that we grew up in, you know, it's just, you know, again, we're all out here to do the same thing. 
Oh, yeah. And so there's enough. There is enough to go around. Oh, that's so, so true. By the way, Molly Cunningham, so she's a writer on that. And Kiki mm-hmm. Finley, you know, the director in uh, the film is Abandoned Act. Very yes, cool. Abandoned Act. And it's uh, actually starring, oh, man, I'm going to. Uh, There's uh, several people in that. At Hawthorne, yeah, and Melvin. People, yeah. But most recognizable is Big Red from Five Heartbeats. Oh, my. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's the second person from the Five Heartbeats that I've met. <laughs> that's cool, man. <laughs> What was that? What was it like? Did did you get to work with him? I didn't have a scene with him, but we got to do the table read together, and I got a chance to express to him how much of a fan I I was of him. Oh, that's cool. I love the five. The Far Heartbeats, man, growing up was like one of the films I've seen like over 100 times, seriously. Me too. That's funny you say that. Me too. It's cool. That that had to be a fun experience. And are there any other projects here that you would like to uh, share that we should look out for while we've got you on air here? Uh oh wow well upcoming like you said uh in in the introduction Marlon uh on NBC is uh will be coming out next month I do believe August sixteenth if I'm not mistaken if I am uh, nice. I yeah right uh, around the corner <laughs> yeah and uh I do believe the Orville will be coming out uh this fall on Fox yeah on Fox so those are two projects I'm really really looking forward to and I you know my acting career is is going great man but Again, I've been putting a lot of time and a lot of focus also into my writing career. Nice. And getting this show off the ground. Very, very good stuff. Is there anything that yeah. you can tell us about the show or is it kind of still in motion? Uh, it's still in motion. I would say it's... Uh, <laughs> uh, Definitely yeah. a web series, right? Or are you looking to get it you know, picked up? No, 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 no. We're looking to get it like produced on cable TV. Nice. Definitely. Made for cable. It's uh, I'll just say this. It's a show about family. The reason why I can't nice. really say too much. I didn't good. have a conversation with my writing partner as to how much information she would want me to divulge. And okay, all this. No, salute to that. That's that's good stuff right there. Well, Godspeed with that. That is actually very very exciting to say the least. My goodness, that's I love, <laughs> love hearing folks that are creating their own content and uh, yeah. you know collaborating to do that. That is. That's what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, just look at Issa Rae. Big shout out to Issa Rae, man. You oh, know, yeah. I watched Awkward Black Girl when before it was even like big. You right. Know? Yeah, it's crazy how that's uh, just crazy. Life changing, to say yeah. the least. Now we are approaching the end of the program here. I like to ask my guests kind of to give a little bit of advice there for folks that might be listening to this and are trying to figure this thing out. Maybe they don't know what to do. Maybe they don't have the resources. Obviously, you've been able to come from the East Coast like me and you're doing your thing. Is there any advice that you would give that individual or those individuals that might be listening? Yes. Nothing, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. And and I can't I can't sit up here and be like, you know, well, you need to spend five hundred dollars on headshots and believe me, money is tight always. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have to say something. I'm a single dad. Right. I have a fifteen year old kid that I'm taking care of here in California, one of the most expensive <laughs> states in the nation. Oh, tell me so about believe it. me when I say it's it's hard, but it's not impossible. Right. And you know, you just have to make sure your priorities are in place. You know, I would advise against anyone who's willing to sell you a pipe dream, I would strongly advise against putting your money down for that. Hell yeah, when run I mean the other way. This, Yes. People who say, I have the answer to this and you pay $300 a month and you know, you'll be better at this. And no, 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 no. You know, this business relies a lot on relationships, networking with people and don't say no to work. 
Don't right. say no. Don't ever think that you're too big for the job, no matter how much is paying, even if it's paying zero dollars. You know how many projects I've done prior to doing TV and stuff? I, I had a resume of zero dollar movies and web series and everything. But out of that, I got a chance to to make friends and network with people who are now doing bigger things. Absolutely. Who are now writers, staff writers and who are series regular on shows. Right. You know? Right. And who know they can call me and I'll, I'll always be there. And I'll say, yes. Right. That is real talk right there. Anything else? Cause that's, that's some real talk. Stay humble, stay humble. Don't get into this. Do not get into this. You know, I got to be better than this other person. Don't compare yourself to other people. So true. Go your own journey. Right. Your own journey. Don't try to keep up with someone else. That's such a great point right there too. I think sometimes in this industry, we're always comparing ourselves to the next person. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we see something trickle down on our timeline and, you know, mm-hmm. you may feel a certain type of way about that because your path, your success story is different from everyone else's. And I think the universe, and, and if you're spiritual, I guess God, your universe, whatever you believe, you have your own time in that space. And I do believe that it's important, as you said, to stay humble, take projects when they come, when opportunities come, that's, that's the universe talking exactly. to you. Let me tell you something. We all have our window of opportunity. We just got to recognize when it's open. A salute to that. That's the truth right there, folks. My God. Now, I'm going to do something here to you. To know that I, I do this to all of my guests, and, and I hate to do this to you, man. It's just, <laughs> oh, God, it's something that I have to do. And, man, you've been so wonderful. I mean, you've shared these great stories with us, made us laugh a little here. You know, folks in the chat, I... They're out there. They know exactly what might be coming here, but I've, I've got Uh-oh. to do this to you. <laughs> and um, I'm just going to give you an, an opportunity to kind of opt out of it because this isn't for everybody, but it, it's something that I... Nah, dude, I'm, I, I just sat here and I said, don't say no, no, no work or anything. I, I got I to gotta stand by my word. What's up? What doing? <laughs> so you want to dive right into this. All right. I don't know if I should do this to you, man. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) all right. I mean, I, I feel bad about this, but, uh, what the hell? (laughs) Now, Now this, this is the part of the show where I ask our guests to share a fun fact about themselves and all that for this, right? <laughs> now, oh, man, I thought you were ask what my credit score was. This will be a little, you know, this will be a little easier. You know, it's it's it's, it's just a fun fact. But I got to tell you, this fun fact uh-huh. has to be something that people don't know about you. So, folks listening, I've got to learn something new, and I'm going to put the spotlight on you. A fun fact, uh-huh. something that people don't know. All right. All right. Something people don't know about me is that I love musical theater. Say that again. I love musical theater. Oh. I to actually be in a musical. Interesting. Very, very <laughs> cool. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you know what? I that you totally shocked me with that. Now, is there anything that you want to do? I, I like them too. I, I'm starting to get into them a little bit more. But is there anything in particular that you would see yourself in? Man, one of my all-time favorites, Little Shop of Horror. Oh, yeah. Right. All-time favorites. Other yeah. than that, Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Wicked. Uh, yeah, Wicked. Uh, Hamilton. Man, I just, there's, <laughs> there's a bunch. 
The, yes. By the way, have you have you seen any out here? Have you you know? Because there's a lot. No, I haven't. I had haven't had the opportunity to go see any. Yeah. I had the opportunity to go see any, and I you know I've been really really wanting to see the Book of Mormon. Oh yes, right. right. I really because I'm a huge Trey Parker and Matt Stone yeah. uh, fan anyway, so I, I've really been wanting to see Wick. Uh, the book yeah. Of Mormon. Yeah. Well, didn't that wasn't that out recently? Yeah, yeah, it was um it was it was here probably about two years ago or so. Um, but okay. they're, they're still touring. And if I but let me tell you something. If I could take the time to do it, I would totally audition for that. Oh fantastic. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I take the I could afford the time. My agent wouldn't have a conniption fit if I was like, Hey, I want to go do a theater tour. <laughs> <laughs> Theater's awesome. I love live theater. By the way, do you uh are you a good singer? In musicals, you know, you gotta have that. Oh, I, I've never let anyone else hear my singing in yeah. a shower like Luther. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just keep that there. So, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, hilarious! That's a cool. My guess a whole nother. That's that's up for debate. I'd say that's a hell of a fun fact, though. I think that's a pretty cool fun fact yeah. right there. Very, very cool. It's cool because you can dive right in and actually, you know, get cast in something like that and and be a yeah. part of it. So. That's pretty badass to say the least. Would you ever create something that that has a kind of a musical undertone to it? Yeah, I, I honestly would. I would. That, oh man, that 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 would be like a dream project of mine to like actually create a musical. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I had a buddy that was on the show recently, Bentley Michaels. He's a voiceover actor, and he uh, he created one. It was pretty good. It was actually very good. He he actually created it. It had a bit of acting in it, a little singing in it, and had a little bit of tap dance in it. He did a split. I was like, man, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty uh, pretty intense to say the least. Uh, it's funny. I'm about to upload that episode too. It was a great episode of the oh, podcast. I, but but uh, I want to check that out. Yeah, you definitely should check that out. And the I'll even there's going to be a link to the uh, to the actual piece he did, which was really well done. It was kind of um, unique. It was he sort of took clerks and i don't know did his own thing with it i'll just let's leave it at that which is a great movie in itself yeah pretty interesting now how can folks get in contact with you they can get in contact with me either on twitter my twitter handle is at Danell johnson or instagram which is at it's just Danell. also i'm on facebook Danell johnson and yeah i, I pretty much if you hit me up, I'm going to hit you back. I'm not going to be like, who the hell is this? Like, I'm going to say <laughs> hi. You say hi, I'm going to say hi. Fantastic. I love that. And folks, if you hit him up too, I mean, if he responds, respond back. I hate when people hit yeah. me up and give them advice or whatnot. You don't even receive a thank you or. Right, get, right. Yeah. Exactly. Some folks, yeah. man, just don't understand the etiquette. They don't have those people skills there that can be such a turnoff sometimes. You know, if you reach out to someone, follow up with that person, at least have the decency to thank them for their time because obviously they're taking the time to respond to you so if you hit this man up make sure you thank him that's all i gotta yeah, say exactly <laughs> thank you max appreciate oh that. man it has been a pleasure having you on this show here this afternoon i appreciate you you know switching up the times and and coming on to chat it up with us and i've got to bring you back in the future man because yeah for sure this has been fun man i would love i would love to come back and do this again okay we will make sure that that happens and uh, folks if you're out there and you are unable to catch this live stream the podcast version 
will be uploaded here in a few days, maybe a, a few more days. It depends. I've been quite crazy busy lately with all these shows or whatnot, so I try to get them up for folks. That's why I say, folks, if you can, tune in live to listen because then you'll get it right there. You're, yep. You hear the, the, these wonderful guests live, such as Mr. Johnson. And folks that are out there listening right now, I really appreciate you tuning in here on your Sunday here, Sunday afternoon and evening for some. And my God, I believe it is late night for one of my buddies there, Chris. It's in the UK. My goodness. Oh, so well, he's, uh, it's not top of the morn, but. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, a midnight there, I believe. Something a little yes. after midnight. So, nice. yeah. Appreciate folks tuning in to this as well. But, uh, God, I think it's time to uh, fade out here. What do you think? Yep, I think it's about that time. I need to go change my bandages anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe that. What a crazy. Uh, story, yeah, man. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you're okay. That's for sure. That's uh, no joke. It's amazing how life can change in an instant, isn't it? It is. It really, really is. My God. Well, life is short. Life is precious. Enjoy it. Oh, that's the truth. That is the truth. Shout out to Bobby Anthem, by the way, Chris, Deborah, and uh, some of the other folks that were in the chat there. I really appreciate it. And those that are listening, you know, off site somewhere in the world, I see you. That's for sure. I'm looking at you right now. But ladies and gentlemen, that was Danelle Johnson. Make sure you follow this man. Make sure you check him out. On that note, we will be back with more after this break. I have some closing words here in a bit. But uh, folks, thanks for tuning in. We'll, we'll come right back here in about four minutes or so. Appreciate you tuning in. And welcome back to the Cinema After Dark podcast here this afternoon. My God, first and foremost, I want to thank our guest here, Mr. Danelle Johnson. What a great discussion that was. My goodness, he made me laugh there quite a bit. And wow, such great stories there about the industry and some of the challenges and I guess some of the uh, the finer points of the industry. You know, it's, it's certainly a, a weird industry. You know, you have your ups and downs, but it's so nice to hear from people that are humble and that are doing it for all the right reasons. And that gentleman is certainly doing some wonderful stuff. Make sure you check out all the work that he's doing. If you're not familiar with him, he is just, you know, moving and shaking out here. And it's cool to hear stories about folks that come from, you know, all parts of the country. And, ah, geez, they're just able to come out here and make things happen. It's not an easy thing to do. So we appreciate having guests on the show that share these stories. Most importantly, I want to thank all of you for tuning in this afternoon. My gosh, those in the chat, Bobby, Deborah. Chris, a couple other folks that are coming in and out of the uh, chat there. appreciate you all tuning in. And those that are listening off-site, oh, God, it is such a wonderful time to you know spend this time with you. I appreciate you taking time out of your day and on your Sunday there, which is all about rest and relaxation. Hopefully, you're having a fun fellowship there by yourself or with friends and family because that's what it's all about. So appreciate you all tuning in. And I, God, you know, this show does not exist without you listening. So remember, please spread the word about this show. We try to get it out there and invite folks to come in and uh, getting a little inspiration there in this crazy world that we're in. And, you know, folks from all paths of life all do some crazy stuff. But I appreciate the fact that you all took the time out of your day to tune in to us live. Dream big. Be humble. Work hard. And stay focused. Have a lovely, lovely...